Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Profitable Urban Farming Accountability Class, where Scott Hebert and I talk about uh, what we're doing on our farms and hold each other accountable. Just want to start out by saying thank you, everybody, for your kind words and support. It was really cool to start this new podcast and have such good uh, feedback right away. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, it was awesome. I I'm like, people are listening. That's crazy. <laughs> I think it's because you're on the show. Because normally, like, people don't really listen to my my stuff. Like, oh, it's true sample again, and is nonsense. Um, my my mom just listened to it a whole bunch of times. Did she? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that she did that. I really appreciate it, Scott's mom. A uh, couple things. So uh, I got a cable, so now I can record the way I'm I'm used to that. The audio actually turned out pretty good, especially because we were getting a little bit of feedback, I think, from your headset at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, But Scott does have a mic on the way. It's actually in Washington right now, and Scott needs to go pick it up, but it was closed. So yeah. Scott couldn't get it today. But it actually arrived, which I was pretty pretty pleased with Amazon Prime. It arrived in one day. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, and, uh, so let's start out with... Um, what did we accomplish for the week? So we talked about what we wanted to get done. Um, we had some goals. So do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, if it was nice out, I wanted to um, get my beds amended and hopefully my irrigation in and maybe even some things planted. Um, yeah, so it ended up being uh, pretty nice by the time I got home at, from work on Friday, Friday afternoon. And... I took my BCS and I tilled the shit out of my field. Um, I just broke it all up into really manageable chunks. And then I woke up really early on Saturday morning and I went out there and I tilled again, got everything all broken up really nicely. And then I have, I took some, um, I was trying to figure out how I was going to shape my beds and how I was going to figure out where all my walkways were going. So I took some, um, long chunks of wood and I marked out 30, 30 inches wide for my beds with a yeah. 10 inch footpath. Um, and I marked it all out and I staked out that I was going to have a, a foot at the end of, at the end of the rows. And then I went and I walked, I walked in my footpath so that it was all, it was all, um, trampled down. Mm-hmm. And then I went through and I started amending my beds. So I got my broad fork out and I would go and go down my bed and then I would go out and got my fertilizer and put my fertilizer the right amount onto each bed and then a com uh, my compost, I put that on there and then I took my tilther and smoothed it all out and landscape raked it flat and uh, that was it. So I got uh, three sets of 14 beds done. Nice. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Um, I didn't get my irrigation in. It started, so I went out back out there this morning. And I got another fourteen done this morning, and then, um, and then it started raining. It was, I was trying to get. Hopefully, I was going to get planted. And hope, I was really thinking I was going to get my irrigation in too. But um, if it's raining, it doesn't matter that my irrigation's not in. Um, so I was just kind of more concerned with being able to work the soil while it was still dry. But yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I wish I had gotten some stuff planted, but I can do that. I might do that tonight still um, or uh, maybe tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I Oh, and then I went and got, like today, I went and got a, uh, 
so I had some landscape fabric and I have my kale transplants and they're ready to go. So I went and bought a little a little propane torch like that just screws on the top of the bottle. Yeah. And I'm going and I'm like burning holes in my landscape fabric and I got one piece done. Like one 25-foot piece done with like just about 90 holes in it. And then my torch stops working. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to go cut holes in the other two pieces so I can is get it my... Out of, is it out of propane? No, man. It, it, I, I was looking it up on the, um, on the internet. Some of them just suck. And uh, So are you going to return it? Yeah, I guess so. But I got it from I, got, I just got it from this store, and I think that they their return policy is that you have to exchange it for like a different one. You can't like just return it. Yeah, well, so might as well exchange it. Yeah, and then just and then it was gonna break again. But like, yeah, this this one little model that I got just doesn't like when you tilt it down, it doesn't work as well. Because I was like reading forms and stuff on the internet trying to figure out how I could fix it right. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so that kind of sucked. But I mean, whatever. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I had a pretty good week. I I I worked a big day yesterday, man. It was nice all day, and yeah, it, I felt like really good at the end of the day. I felt like I had done a lot. I was probably out there for, I was probably outside for like twelve hours. It didn't really didn't really take many breaks. Like like a little five minutes here and there. I'll go have a cup of coffee. Go make a sandwich or something. But other than that, it was just working. That's good, dude. I uh, So the weather was super nice last week, as we know, because I got all that stuff done. But this week, not so much. It actually snowed yesterday, um, and it was cold most of the week. Um, and so I, I didn't get much done outside. I didn't really – actually, I didn't get anything done outside. Um, mm-hmm. I needed to get this car done, but it just – weather wasn't really permitting. And I had other stuff I could be doing, like getting some Salanova starts going. So I got my Salanova seeds in, and uh, I did a tray. Still trying to get the watering method in there. Yeah. Wow, dude, your cats are going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, oh, no. Uh, they, they playing great. a little too much over there. Uh, I guess so. So I got – yeah, so I got my Salanova mix done. And um, what happened? Okay, Salanova. So I got those seeded, but they haven't started to sprout. And I'm worried it's because I, I haven't been able to. I haven't had a good method of watering indoors. So yep. I'm trying something new. Um, hopefully I didn't lose all those seeds and they didn't dry out. But if they did, you know, you learn and you earn, Scott. You know, yep. I'm gonna make mistakes, and I'm prepared to make mistakes. I think you know something Curtis says uh, on. You know the Urban Farmer podcast with him and Diego is, you know, be ready to make mistakes, be ready to not do well, and be prepared like for the worst possible things. So, if I got to reseed because I I did um four trays and I think it's like seventy two things each. So I did a lot of lettuce and so that's really gonna suck if I lose all that seed. But whatever, it's just money and I can buy some more seed. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um. What else did I get done? I ordered a greens harvester and a jank seeder, so that's on its way. What kind? How many rollers did you get? Uh, all the ones from the course? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I got all the recommended rollers, and because actually I couldn't go to Johnny's to get the seeder, they were out of the jank, so I went to another company, and they're actually pretty cool. It's a smaller company, so if if anybody's listening, and they can't use Johnny's, it is a good alternative. It's actually in a company out of Pennsylvania because. And they're actually pretty cool, and so is Johnny's because you can't send that stuff to a PO box apparently. Oh, so they um, 
they called me and you know they were like hey we need your we need your um a physical address so i'm sending that to my buddy's house this week and i'm also sending um the what how many i'm trying to think how many seats it's called uh woodward crossing anybody at woodward crossing uh crossingscountrybasics.com so if you go there they have jank cedars as well and i think i got that with a free a free roll and it was only like 432 bucks so oh, that's sweet so i think it's actually a little bit cheaper than johnny's yeah man i um i had ordered like a whole bunch of stuff from johnny's and i was kind of getting like back when i was ordering some equipment and stuff i just wanted to have it all because there was a chance that maybe i could plant like the first couple weeks of march if yeah. the weather was nice and if it was dry and so i really 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 wanted to be ready for that and i didn't know how long everything was going to take and so i ordered it from johnny's too but the canadian dollar is so bad right now um i think i overpaid for it um i think i could have got it i found out afterwards that there's this other company um in canada called williams dams and uh yeah, I, I think it was on there cheaper. But then there's actually some um, other people from BC in the course. Yeah. And yeah, I was talking to them and I was like, hey, <laughs> don't order from these guys. Order from these guys. And they're like, oh, sweet. Yeah. So that's well, cool. I think talking to Luke too, Luke said he's going to try to amend the course for Canadians because he said, you know, whatever links you find, let him know. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's, it's going to be different. And especially yep. too, just like what you said with the exchange rate. Uh, I don't know when the greens harvesters coming in. I have a hundred. I have a hundred chestnut trees coming in this week, so I'm going to start the oh yeah the gorilla chestnut project that Grant Schultz challenged me to. That's sweet. Yeah, and I think I actually already sold a couple too. So mm-hmm. basically, at the rate that you can get, um, which by the way, if you guys want to check out, if you are interested in trees, go to newfarmsupply.com, code word sample, and you'll save twenty percent and get free shipping. Um, but anyways, just to shamelessly plug Grant's stuff there. Uh, so the way, I mean, so for 100 trees, you could easily make a, a pretty good, like you could mark it up to like 10 to 15 bucks a tree and make pretty good money. If you go to, um, you go to a store, usually it's like 50 bucks for one chestnut tree. That's started. For how big? I don't know how big the trees are. So that's the thing that I got to see. But basically just a small tree in a pot is what it costs at... Uh, tractor supply and i don't know if you guys have that store in, in canada that's nope. like a big it's like a big farmer store here um so that that was pretty much it i did get a, a lot of my house clean today and some organizing done i totally cleaned my bathroom which felt good getting i'm starting to finally get some uh, organization done i bought these shelves off of uh this auction this local auction site and uh so i got a lot of shit done i i got this podcast posted from last week, which was good. I got that on Thursday, and I posted the other one on Tuesday. So I think I actually finally, you know, this conversation actually helped me get more organized with the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good about episode two going into it. Yeah, me too. It's nice for me too because um, I was, I was kind of snoozing on my newsletter, man. Yeah. Like I was not really doing it that much, and then I was listening to. Uh, I haven't listened to that many survival podcasts, but I was listening to one and Jack Spearcoach, he just basically said like, "You ha- so people have a newsletter and they're not using them. He's like, that's a mistake. And I was like, oh, oops. Yeah. Right. Are you, so, subs- are you subscribed to Rob Kaiser's? He sends those out once a week. That's uh, no, I don't think so. I should. Yeah. If you go to I, oh, the you, oh, you know what? Systems. You know what the problem is, is that uh, 
I think that a lot of the times I'll subscribe to the newsletter and then it just goes, it, it gets filtered on Gmail. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I, like, you know, um, Dustin Foreman on the yeah. profitable or yeah, like I subscribed to theirs and then I've found it a couple times in my junk mail and I'm like, this isn't junk mail. I gotta, but I don't, I don't I, go through it, right? Yeah, I gotta go in and subscribe to it. I've, I've been trying to friend everybody in the course, and it's like we need to like, because I really want to focus on like the course community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, man. Um, but uh, well, that's yeah. So that's good. So you were snoozing on your newsletter. The podcast kind of forced you to stop snoozing, then. Totally, because now I'm gonna have something every Friday where I'm like, um, hey, here's an episode. Hey, yeah. here's an episode, right? So now, like, I was, like, always thinking, like, okay, I'll wake up before work on Monday and I'll quickly just hammer out a quick newsletter, right? Yeah. Because my blog posts have been kind of spotty. It's just kind of – it's when I get my – I only write blog posts when I get angry about something. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, like, once a week or, you know, once every, like, two weeks I'll be like, oh, I'm angry about this. Yeah. So, um I mean, but my, yeah, but I, I can say better. the same thing about my podcast too. Before you know, Permaculture Voices, I didn't expect. I brought my equipment just in case, but I didn't expect to record that many podcasts and then have like Grant say, "Hey, Neil, you should record with me." And then everybody like try to get me. Like, I was going to record with Eric Schultz too, but I just ran out of time. Like, Jam was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Eric, you should record with Drew. Drew, you should yeah. get this guy on." And, and it was like really cool because everybody wanted to record with me, so that's cool. So now I got all these future guests that I can get on. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now like, but I wasn't structured with it, man. Like I'd record an episode and then I'd make excuses when like, I want to have it. So I put out like, you know, a podcast at least, you know, every Monday or Tuesday and I wasn't doing that. And now this is like forcing me to have more structure. Okay. I can do this one every Thursday and do yeah. the other one every Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. It's yeah. It's way better. Um, all right. So let's talk about goals for well something you did want to talk about was the salanova thing because we and i yep. we kind of hit on it last week and like the importance of doing the salanova versus other lettuce lettuces yeah. and yeah so uh, the big question i had for you was when we were in san diego you're down there and i'm talking to you about like what you're going to grow and stuff and you basically told me that you're not going to do salanova yeah and i said you said that's, yeah, that's stupid. Said, that's, why not? Yeah, that's stupid, man. That's like, yeah. why not? And so, yeah, so I wanted to kind of hit on that because I think that there's, I've seen some other people posting in the group about about them not doing it and stuff. And um, I think you should just kind of hit on what made you change your uh, frame of reference on that. Well, first off, I didn't really ask myself the question you asked me, you know, why not do it? Because I'd had success with uh, the spearhead lettuce that we could get multiple cuts on the year before. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing that. And but here then you're like, why? You know, the two of the most successful guys doing this are using that. Why wouldn't you do that? And then you got Luke involved. You're like, hey, Luke, (laughs) did you hear? Drew's probably not going to grow Salanova. And Luke's like, why wouldn't you grow Salanova? There's a reason why we put that in the course. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a great question. I don't know why I wouldn't do that. I think because I wanted to be cheap and because I thought Salanova was too expensive. But it pays for itself. If you can get that many cuts. And then also, too, that whole, I mean, every presentation Curtis did, he really stressed on Salanova. Um, I know Eric Schultz was there. He was saying he uses it. And if people don't know who Eric Schultz is, check him out. He's in uh, Arizona. He's like a got a 
think it's uh I forget the name of his farm. I'll put Steadfast him. Farms. Yeah, Steadfast Farms. And yeah. um Eric was on like Farmer to Farmer podcast. He's been on TV and yeah, stuff. Yeah, did you listen to that one? It's a pretty good episode. I just started listening to Farmer to Farmer this week, man. Yeah, like, me too. I started listening to it because I like had like seen it and I had it on my podcast yeah. thing, but then I started talking with him down there and he's like, Yeah, I was on Farmer to Farmer and I came back. He was a nice guy. I really like that guy. Cool, so dude, yeah. yeah, I came back and I started listening to it. Yeah, and then you look and it's like, man, you listen to the guy who runs the show and he's super smart. And then it's like uh he's had and it's like something um Joel was over today. Um he was helping me. Oh, I got the verma I got vermicompost going today as well. So I got my my worm bins going and uh ma- maximizing my basement space. And uh and so Joel was like, Well, if you want to be a farmer, why wouldn't you listen to that podcast? And it kind of goes back to the same thing, like you know, if if you're doing this course, why wouldn't you if you're paying a thousand dollars for this course, why wouldn't you follow the instructions and, and when they say this is how you make money with this, these are the crops I use and here's why. And then for you to to take the course and just say, Okay, well I'm gonna do my own crops, uh, you know, it's it's kinda silly. I don't think it's a bad idea to experiment, but if you No, want, there's there's nothing wrong with experimenting, but, but if you want to get the, cash flows going, listen, totally. Yeah, listen to you know what Curtis and JM are both saying. Yeah. Um, there's so many businesses that fail, like so yeah. many businesses. The majority of businesses fail. If it's going to be in the first three years, the first five years, the first 10 years, like the, the chance of you failing is astronomically high. Um, and then on top of that, farming's really hard business to make money at. So to have a, a farming business and to think you're going to make money is like pretty hard. And this this was my point to you when I was trying to convince you to grow Salanova. I was like, so there's there's uh, this guy in Quebec that's making quite a bit of money on a small acreage, and his name's Jean-Martin Fortier, right? Yeah. And he's using Salanova, and he says, you Salanova. And there's another guy in Kelowna named Curtis, and he's saying, you Salanova. So there's two guys out of however many farmers that are doing the same type of farming that we're doing and they're using Salanova and then you're going to say, oh no, I'm going to use um, this other one. Yeah, I'm going to use multiple different kinds of lettuces and figure out the one that works best for me that's not Salanova. So I'm going to... Yeah, just start it, which with I could Salanova. Still do, which I yeah, can you still, can still do. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, but why don't you start with Salanova and then say, okay, I'm going to try something else. And you try something else and you go, oh wait, Salanova was better. Or maybe you go, oh yeah, this one actually is better. Yeah, and then I can right? share it. But yeah. the educated guess, and that's all you're trying to do when you're starting out, right? Is trying to hit on like 80% success rate. Yeah. The educated guess is going with Salanova. Yeah. Right? Because somebody else has already done all the research, has tried it a bunch of times. And, yeah, really, and you paid them. You, and I paid them money to teach me how to them. do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. When I was in fighting, it's so funny because there would be like really good guys, like really great coaches. Um, and they would come up and they would tell you how to do something. And instead of just like um, practicing the technique over and over and over until it was so ingrained in your mind, everybody would just take that technique and they'd be like, oh, what if I try to do this? What if I try to do this? What if I try to do this? And the majority of people were really bad at fighting. Yeah. And then they're like, well, look, I did what he said. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You, you, you kind of did what he said, but then you moved differently or you did this differently. Yeah. Right? You didn't do what he said. And the guys that had the best success were guys that put their head down and worked and they didn't question why and they did what they were told. And then once they got good at doing that, then they adapted it. 
then they changed it. Then they did made it their own for their own like body mechanics or structure, or whatever, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I just think that there's a lot of value in listening, and then all you have to do is just execute on that. Yeah. Um. Just there's going to be lots of shit that happens, like bad stuff, really bad stuff in your personal life, and bad stuff with the weather, bad stuff with your business, bad stuff financially. And all you have to focus is on just getting over that stuff because you already know what you have to do because you've already paid these guys. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's an excellent point. Um, and it's, I mean, it's the same thing. That, why do people buy into franchises? Because it's already a proven system that works. So that's why, you know, to get into McDonald's, you have to have one and a half million dollars that isn't from a bank loan. And then you have to get a franchise and then you... Follow exactly what they say to the T. When they when you build a McDonald's, they send you every piece that needs built, and it's yeah, assembled buddy. a certain way with instructions. So you go yeah. to Hamburger University. That's right, man. That's right. So, um, so moving forward, because I think we really hit home as why it's important to grow Salanova. Um, moving forward, uh, something else I did. I did. Uh, I did fill out my farmer's market application. I sent that in. So Me that's too. pretty cool. And uh, also, I might have walk-in cooler space. I'm waiting to hear from this guy to hit me up. But I should have uh, this. Uh, it's like this urban. It's like this city food collective. And I already sell eggs to um, this bakery there. And she's got her own walk-in cooler space. And I thought, well, why don't I just try to get my own walk-in cooler space here? And then when she buys eggs, I don't have to meet her there. And I can just send her a bill through Square or QuickBooks. And then she can just pay me without even seeing me. Yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, have you um have you set up many meetings with restaurants or anything yet? Or are you going to try no, to, or are you going to do more yet. farmers markets? Eh? Yeah, so I'm going to start with the farmers market. So we do have uh, we do kind of have something going that we should be able to move. I don't want to say too much about it yet, but uh, we already have like this good relationship with a uh, um a restaurant because Joel is their farming manager. Okay. So it's like this this local you know farm to fork. Uh, it's it's actually a pretty cool big local business, and they're all about urban ag, and they really like Joel, and um, so that's good. They'll probably really like me when they meet me too. But whatever. <laughs> that's Joel's they'll, that's Joel's they'll, work. They'll love me. Yeah, yeah, that's Joel. Yeah, that's like that's funny. the whole thing. Joel works on a lot of local stuff, and I work on the internet stuff. So yeah, um, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, so that should work out. But I, I I did have a guy at my favorite restaurant tell me he goes through sixty pounds of salad mix a week. Damn. And he said, I'd gladly give you what you can, I'd gladly buy from you what I can. And so I really, man, I'm just really just trying to do networking, man. Like really just trying to, because that's going to generate business. And it's like, man, I'm, I don't even know how much food I'm going to be able to grow. I'm, I might've royally fucked up this Salanova. Mm -hmm. So I'm not getting too ambitious because I've already, you know, man, I've already, I mean, I know that I could get microgreens. I need to get the microgreens going. I already know restaurants that I could go to and I just need to do it. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, you know, you got to learn to walk before you can run. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to go just balls to the wall and then try to get all these customers and not be able to supply it, which sounds silly, but you know, I'm still, I'm still new and I'm still fucking stuff up. No, man, I totally 100% understand because I'm going and meeting restaurants and stuff and I'm telling them, I'm like, this is my list of stuff I'm going to make. And like 90% of the stuff on there, I've never grown one time. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so which, is, like, which is fine. I mean, and, and, 
and and I think it it works both ways. Ar- yeah. Like I already have pretty decent relationships with some restaurants around here, so. Mm-hmm. But I think for you, I don't. I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much gonna. I mean, gonna see what I have going. I mean, I still want to see what kind of production I can get out of my beds. Yeah, so, I've got more. I've got more beds going, so I've got more. Yeah. Um, like leeway, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've got I've got more wiggle room to work with stuff. Like I'm definitely gonna have something that works. I've got really nice soil. Like I've just got a pretty good situation for as far as like growing and stuff. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So like something's gonna work and. Even if I lost twenty percent of my stuff this year, there's still gonna that's you know, still fifty something beds that are gonna pay out. Absolutely. Versus me where I'm gonna be like, Well, I have fifteen beds. Yeah. They're not they're 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 fifteen like fifteen foot beds. Yeah. And so it's not um I mean we have some other I mean, we have other stuff too. And I we have mm-hmm. like Joel's beds and everything as well. So it should work out. But I mean like I mainly, you know, once I get know that I can get starts going and transplants going and i think once i get the jank cedar and i really start producing then I'm, i'll probably take action rather quickly with the restaurants mm-hmm. um but for right now it's like okay i have this let's get organized let me get all these measurements down like I, there's still stuff that i i think i could probably do more when the restaurant side of things but um you know that's for that's for another accountability call i think that should be the goal probably is I think for my accountability next week is know exactly what beds I'm having and really have, you know, the plan of what, what I'm going to do at my house versus other spots and everything else like that. So, yeah, I think my, my goal for next week is going to be definitely to get some stuff, um, planted out hundred percent and then to write out my procedures and stuff. I got like, I've got some stuff, um, written out, like I've got my planting chart and my, um, Oh, sorry, my planting sheet and my nursery sheet and stuff. I got that. I got like all my head. Like I just got to start filling it in and stuff now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then, um, yeah, other than that, I just like, it's pretty sweet, man. My list is getting smaller and smaller on like stuff I have yeah. to do. Uh, and same thing. I went and I went and handed in my um, farmer's market application. So I'm going to have to email the guy and follow up on that this week because I haven't heard anything yet. I don't think there's any... Um, any like issues with me going into that farmer's market. I talked to him last year and he said it was fine and he sent me an application and stuff. So I'm sure it's yeah. probably done deal. Um, I need to get a trailer. I need to get on that. A I tra- need to start, I need to start doing my, I need to start making my washing station now, now that I've got most of my beds amended. Um, that's my next thing because now that I'm going to have stuff out in like probably six weeks. Right. Yeah. So that's my next thing is to get my washing station. I'm going to put it, I had a chicken coop, and I had like a, a a yard closed in, so I'm going to put a tarp over the top of it, and then because there's already water, like a hose there, because that's where the chickens were getting their water, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to cut out one panel in the chicken wire fence, and then yeah, then it's a pretty good spot for it. So that's kind of that was kind of my path of least resistance. Um, how to get a washing station with a roof? For now. No, that's a good idea. I got to. I might just use if I get that uh, cooler spot. Mm-hmm. I might just, you know, uh, what I think I'll probably do is just, you know, harvest everything because they have sinks and everything there and just wash everything there and then put it in the cooler. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's what I'm thinking. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I got to get a hold of this guy. I've, I've called him twice and Nothing. sent him two emails. Um, my, I also got a broad fork finish amending my beds. 
and flame weed and then i think i'm good to Thanks. go man get more yeah. uh more stuff going in my basement but yeah I, I gotta i gotta buy my flame weeder now too <laughs> yeah you gotta go take it back and exchange it well do yeah. you want to talk about real quick about how your one plan didn't work out or no yeah okay yeah so because the canadian dollar is so bad and stuff um i wasn't gonna buy a flame weeder the the five torch flame weeder i was just gonna make one um i've got a friend who's a who's a really good welder um, that's what he does professionally. And then, um, my sister's boyfriend is a gas fitter and a plumber. So it kind of seemed like I had all the pieces. Sound like a winning combination. No problem. Like just easy. I showed him the designs in January. Yep. Oh yeah. This thing is not a problem. And then I'm like, I don't really know anything about, I don't really know anything about, I'm good with wood, but I don't really know anything about metal construction or about gas fitting. I basically know nothing. And I told them that too. And they know that already. But I basically know nothing. So uh, like originally I was like, okay, like can one of you guys like come with me and can we get the pieces for this? Actually, originally I didn't know where to get the, the burners from, like the torch heads from. And so I was trying to get the gas guy to figure out which torch heads I need. So so this kept going on for like a couple weeks. So three weeks. It's just about February now. And um, man, I, fin- I finally found them on the internet. I don't think he was looking very hard for them, uh-huh. which, which is okay. I, you know, it's my project, right? Um, so I finally figured out what these things were. And I was going to use like roofing torch heads. So I went and I was like, um, I tried to get my, my one welding buddy to come with me to like get them and stuff. And then he's like, no, like that's dumb. You don't need me to go to go get them. Just like go get them. And I was like, okay. So I went and got the stuff that the gas guy told me to get. So then we go to build it like last week. And then they got these weird fittings on them. And I needed extra pieces and my regulators missing like adapters and like um, just all stuff that's at the store, right? Yeah. But the store is like the store that I got them from is like uh, forty minutes and a toll away. So it's like it's a you know it's half a day to go out there and go get it and come back. And so I was just like, sounds Man. like a good winter project at this point, right? Yeah, pretty much because I like already needed it for like now. I already needed it for now. Um, so I was I was kind of disappointed with that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's my fault. Like um, I didn't manage it, the project very well. Or I didn't explain to them how like important that was to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that really could have saved me a lot of time having a having a like a really nice five torch flame weeder. And it still is an easy build and stuff. And like they're still capable of doing it. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think next time I would just pay somebody to make it for me instead, where it was like an actual thing, and just pay them a couple hundred bucks because it's pretty easy like install. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just need someone where I can like be like, hey, man, I'm paying you money for this. I need this on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's weird is when I you have friends that can help you with stuff, and it's like I'd rather just pay you money because I know you'll do it versus well, if you're just helping me out, it's not a priority. Yeah, and I, I thought I had explained that to them too. I'm like, man, if you guys want money for this, like I'll pay you for it. Um, whether that just got lost in communication or – Maybe they just didn't want to do it, or and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't didn't happen, right? Yeah. Um, no, no, it's not helping speculating on it. Yeah, but, yeah. 
I mean, yeah. they, they tried to help, but the bottom line was is it, it wasn't their project, right? It was your project. Totally. So, yep. um, well, anyways, everybody, we're going to wrap things up here. We're going to keep this one right about 30 minutes, and we're at 32 minutes. Oh, so yes. if you guys think it's cool and you're not a part of the Profit Urban Farming course, if you go to – there's actually a little picture of Curtis in the show notes. You want to learn how Curtis makes 70 grand a year on a third of an acre – Click that photo, and it will take you to the website. And if you want to join the course, you can. Also, if you are a permies and you want to get cheap trees, um, go to newfarmsupply.com. Actually, Grant has a bunch of other stuff besides trees. But check out all Grant's cool stuff. Use the code word SAMPLE. You'll save 20%. And that is all, guys. Follow yeah. follow Scott. It is flavorfulfarms.com, and it's spelled the goofy Canadian English way. <laughs> For flavor, yeah. So, F, um, yeah. The other thing too is, uh, if anybody has any questions or anything that you want to hear us talk about, like, just yeah. send us, a, a, you know, send us a message. Let us know. Um, yeah, we'll absolutely. do our best. Yeah, yeah. And then hopefully in the future too, we'll look to get some other guests on from from the community, from the from the course, and see people doing stuff. People doing stuff, man. That's what's all about. What what yeah. what's working for them. Uh, I just saw Rosemary posted about how she got that rake that Curtis <laughs> recommended. Yeah, it's like, it's so I funny. Was, like, we're getting these laughing. tools. We get these tools that they recommend us to get. We're like, wow, they work so well. <laughs> like, well, it like, to be every single we, thing I've done. I know. We pay, we pay money for this premium information, right? They're like, yeah. these guys are doing it well. Just follow the instructions and it will work. I mean, it's not going to, you're not going to make as much money right away, but you will make money. And then we like follow the instructions. But, Holy cow! I did what they told me to do, and it worked. It's like yeah. it's such I, a surprise. It's like, yeah, it's shocking too. It's like, oh wow! Yeah, like, I can't believe it. Like, it actually worked. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, well, guys, thank you again for listening, and uh, we'll we'll bring this out to you again next week. Thank you guys so much. See ya.